In my last post, I mentioned one of two people who I met online that have DID, only going into detail about one of those people. This post will be about the other person, but with so many people involved in this story, I will be keeping things general and only sharing things from my perspective. In Second Life, there are both adult and child avatars as well as many non-human avatars. Some people who enter this wonderful world may choose to do so as a child, often becoming members of other people's families. The adults they meet turn into mommies, daddies, and extended family. There are many reasons why people choose a child avatar. One of those can be having a lived experience of a wide range of dissociative experiences. This can be done with or without the suggestion of a therapist. If it is suggested by a therapist, it is usually to explore parts of oneself in a therapeutic way. It can also be decided by an individual as a way to change an aspect of childhood that was traumatic as a form of corrective experience. There is plenty of arguments to be had about what, if anything, is beneficial or when it becomes more damaging to engage in this way on a platform mainly for roleplay considered a game. As someone who has had a traumatic past and has seen both sides of second life, good and bad, I have several avatars that are extensions of myself and have explored their function in my life as parts of myself due to my traumatic childhood. After having this experience personally, I can say that while bad aspects exist, the benefits for many can outweigh the drawbacks. One of the biggest issues for people who explore Second Life in this way is the reality that it is a virtual reality game intended for roleplay which often undermines the value of such a space for therapeutic healing, causing innocent people to get hurt. Long before my own journey of exploring dissociation in myself, and my parts using my avatars, I was introduced to DID when I met a child avatar who became a member of my family. At that time, I didn't have a computer that allowed me to fully see her because she was mesh and my graphics card wouldn't fully show her. The more time I spent getting to know her, with the relationship that had developed we thought it was best that I became her mommy because my family member who originally adopted her was not online as much as I was. The day came, and she moved into my house complete with her own nursery waiting for her and our life together began. One of her favorite things to do was to just sit with me, talking about life and the things we had in common. Of course, as any child, she loved to be played with, tucked in at night, and go on adventures. As someone who was an adult living with DID, it was hard for her to be accepted as a child in the real world. She often shared how she wished that she could have the things she did in second life in her real life. It made her so happy to have a safe place to be a child version of herself. At that point, I was not as familiar with DID as I am now, which in a lot of ways I am grateful for. At the time, I was completely unaware of the concept of integrating parts and how much that is encouraged. Honestly, that is still something that doesn't make me feel good when I think about it. For me, squashing or denying a part of a person feels wrong. Because I wasn't aware of integrating parts allowed me to let her be who she was the happiest being, with me providing her what she needed from me as a mother figure. My family is not your typical family, even within Second Life, because we are a family of vampires. As with anyone, even children, this aspect of me, and the family fascinated my new daughter. Her fascination totally terrified me because as a vampire clan we do not believe in turning children into vampires but I knew she wanted to become one more than anything. The complexity of the situation before meeting my family was she had run into another clan that promised to turn her. Unfortunately, they abandoned her before fulfilling the promise. Knowing this, my family was open to the idea of me having her soul. It made her so happy to become a vampire like Renesmee from Twilight. Over the next few days and weeks, 
I could tell that something was on her mind. I knew she was happy as a vampire, something felt off, but I wasn't sure what. After a few days, she finally told me that she wanted to be a white-skinned vampire. I told her that I was okay with that and she could do whatever she wanted to help her feel like the most vampire version of herself. Still, something was not settling right with me, but I couldn't put a figure on it. I knew she wanted to be a white-skinned vampire, but she admitted to being a little scared because, at the time, myself and my family weren't. After finding that out, I did what most moms would do for a child to help them reach their goals. I decided to turn into a white-skinned vampire with her. It was an adjustment for all of us but we got through it. Once my family heard what I did they also turned into white-skinned vampires as a way of supporting us. Sadly, as relationships grow and change they can fall apart. Even though it was what was best for both of us, and that is how this story ends, a part of her remains with me through my white skin. It is a part of myself that I hold near and dear. My white skin is a connection that my family now has because of a little girl that graced our lives with all of her presence, if only for a little while. All relationships that end come with grief and pain. I do not have any contact with her now but think of her often. I am forever grateful for all that she taught. I would not be the same person that I am today if not for having had the experiences with her that I did. It has helped me with my own personal discovery of myself in ways that I am not sure I would have without her. I hope many people are as lucky as I was to have met someone like her to teach them how to be more accepting and compassionate people towards those who are not like themselves. Being able to meet people where they are and for who they are may be the most healing experience people can give to each other. There isn't a more rewarding experience that can be shared. Being able to support someone from a place of shared experiences, acceptance, compassion and empathy while at the same time you learn from each other is something that can be transformational in such a way that feels magical.